0: But you Joe? what's awful? Not much, dude. I uh, really didn't. I played a little bit of Red Dead. Um, How far'd you get? What'd you do? Because I'm sure Jesse and I are further than you. Probably. Uh, rescued the NPC in the chapter in that first one.
1: Okay. Yeah, that girl in the house. Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, okay. That's it.
2: <gasps> oh,
0: oh. <laughs> um. Pretty much. Although the the red dot, was that supposed to be something for, like.
1: Put your mouth to the mic, please. No, sorry.
0: (laughs) Red dot, or the red fucking, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) Red dot? Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Fuck. I have to rewind.
3: Wait up, wait up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom.
0: Here we go. (laughs) No, you're welcome. Uh, oh Red Dead That's what I was like Why did I think yeah, Red yeah. Dot I was like R- Yeah I've been playing A lot of Red Dot Red, Dots. <laughs> <laughs> no, Red Dead Play the first couple Of hours of it It's pretty cool What the fuck Is he hooking up
1: Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host Jesse P.S. Lira with Beto Esparza. and Joe Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back, Joe. It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. It has. Actually, you know what? I've uh, was looking up. It's kind of been a month since we've been together. Really? Yeah, because uh, we recorded an episode like a little bit early, and we had some like post episodes that we would kind of wanted to have up. So it's been kind of like a month. And Joe's already sleeping. He's tired. I am. Joe is tired.
0: I've been up all week or all day.
1: He's been up all day. (laughs) All day, all week. (laughs) All week, all day. Um, But before we get into anything, I was looking up something from, it's not even been a year yet, but I looked up something because it's something that's been going on. We've, again, in California, have had fires. And this time, this fire uh, was closer to where Joe lives in Oxnard. Camera started out in Thousand Oaks. I kind of went a little bit in Camarillo, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, like, what? I think fire the fires that happened, the Thomas fire that happened last year, that was in, like, the first week, first two weeks of December. December, yeah. And now we're in November, and this happened, so it was earlier. I listened to that podcast episode in the beginning. Me and Bethel were actually on that episode. So we talked about the fires from last year, and now there's another set of fires in California. Now the biggest fire in California— uh, Joe. Do you want to explain what happened? You were closer last year. We were closer.
0: Um, pretty much. There was uh, some fires and everything went up in fucking flames. And city of Oxnard, uh, like a lot of areas were just up with like no internet or no phone or no anything like that. Yeah, yeah. and it sucked. Even San Apollo was like that for for the first couple of days.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy. This, this recent
3: fire, I what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but it was just it's just crazy just how how much like how quickly what it hit Malibu now? It's like all yeah. the way to Malibu. It's it's still going. It's like what fifty eight percent contained last Probably. I looked. I don't know. Probably. It's all crazy. It's just crazy that it's not even been a whole year yet. We already have another another set gigantic of fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah, but all we got to do is just sweep sweep the floors. That's all, we, that's all you got to do. We just got to sweep now. the floors.
3: Gather a bunch of like 1,000 people and just blow really hard on will blow it.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Sweep the floors. But I just kind of want to bring that up because that's what's been going on here in California. So let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, Phil? To my pad food, for real food, nah food. I'm going to the store food. What's up? Going to the store, that's
3: fucked up. For real food, for real food, yeah food, for
1: real food, yeah
3: food.
1: Damn food, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends.
3: Uh, before that, um, you mentioned Thousand Oaks, uh i seen the whitest thing happen in Thousand Oaks a couple weeks ago. Okay. I was in Thousand Oaks. Uh-huh. Two different white people <laughs> <laughs> looked at it. I mean, the, this dog was in another car. It was really adorable. It was like, a I don't know, just some fluffy dog. It was pretty uh-huh. big. White man rolls his window down, waves his hand, Hi, puppy. Does that. Ten seconds later, white lady rolls her window down. Hi, puppy. Waves l- at it. L-
1: l- Different? Yeah, different oh, white person. Okay.
3: And I was just like, that was like that was the whitest thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Whenever I see dogs, I'm like, oh that's a nice doggy. But yeah. I don't go, Hi puppy. Yeah. It's just like it's like, that's such a white thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um Been playing some red dead here and there. Not as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Well not as I should, but not as much as I would want to. It's just like it's a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, yeah, Uh, what else? i playing Madden. Madden. Uh, I fucked up real bad. What I haven't finished my game. I think I might have, they might just fucking. Did you guys <laughs> start forget. a new, uh, a new yeah. season? Yeah. Season? Okay. We're like halfway into it already. But, uh, uh, I started playing my weekly game yesterday and I got my ass whooped and I just never finished it. And, uh, so it's, today's the deadline and, uh, it's probably just gonna advance. I'm gonna end up losing, so I don't care. I fucked up real bad, but I saw that Joe played his game and he lost. I was like, <laughs> he lost, <laughs> and then I ended up losing. <laughs> so, so that happened. Um, I've been playing Black Ops 4, I bought it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I haven't played the Blackout as much. I've been having a lot of fun just with the multiplayer, the team, multi team, just, uh, team deathmatch. Uh huh, it's a lot of fun. I, it's fucking, I really like it. I'm like back into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, did you even try Blackout yet? I did. I I like it, but so far I've just been really into Team Deathmatch. Um, one thing that I do like is that the I do and I don't, but I I don't know. I compare it to Mario Kart, how it um they brought back levels from old games and put it in this one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, because this, this is a, like playing some of the levels. Like, oh fuck, I remember this level. This yeah, level's really fun. Playing demolition certain levels. It's like, it's it's a lot of fun. So. I like that they added some old stuff in with the new stuff, so uh-huh. I, I would like them to keep doing that because some there's some maps that are really fun. Just chaos, like the tiny maps, are just fucking spamming grenades. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, even though it was fucking crazy. But um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Just a lot of Madden and Call of Duty, like a uh, like those kind of players that play those yearly games. Yeah. That I fucking always make fun of. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: now I'm I'm one of them. I've <laughs> I've been requested by people to talk more about Fortnite. Oh really? Yeah, and I'm just like, well, Honestly, like, I, I, we, we don't really play a lot of it, so I yeah. don't want to force anything and I know it's yeah. like one of the biggest games or Call of Duty. Yeah. So this Call of Duty part is, is gonna be exciting for some people. <laughs> yeah. But you
3: know, But I've been playing been been enjoying it so far. Um it hasn't been like a chore like like the past uh, Call of Duty games mm-hmm. have been. So I mean, it hasn't having hasn't got to that point yet. Yeah. So um, I've been playing that, but I mean, I would play Fortnite. Like, but I'm just terrible at it. I'm not good. I never got good building anything. Yeah. So it just kind of kind of stopped playing. I would play here and there with friends, but I would I would <laughs> they would always be like helping me. Yeah. So it's really I'm better at not having to have a game where you build stuff. Yeah. <laughs> i think that's it for me yeah yeah what
0: about you joe what's helpful so Uh, played red dead uh red dead uh Re- resolution part two uh uh-huh. very very pretty mm-hmm. very 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 pretty mm-hmm. um snow the whole thing like the whole the beginning it's just mm-hmm. it's really really nice um if i have one complaint maybe it's just because i'm early on in the game but one complaint kind of moves a little slow kind of yeah. moves a little sluggish everything no, that's, feels that's, that's complaint too. very yep. very very sluggish i agree with movement. you and i don't know you know being so early and i don't know if that even changes or anything like that but it does feel like just really like really sluggish i get they're going for the whole cinematic vibe yeah but i felt like it's coming at the cost of just like motion just for the like the player and stuff like yeah. that yeah uh, outside of that uh really really good uh and that's pretty much been in man i haven't really been playing much mm-hmm. jesse what's up with you um i agree with you I, look I'm, I'm gonna come off with
1: this podcast talking about it i have no interest in continuing red dead i i i was off of it for 14 days and i and this week um i finally popped it in and i was like oh i kind of want to play in the beginning uh a good amount like uh not too much like i barely got to chapter two here's my thing and people are probably gonna get like really mad and stuff but honestly like it's it's more of just my feeling on it it's a beautiful game it looks nice it it's just i just um i lost a lot of interest because the controls and um when I popped it in this week, I was like excited. I like, okay, you know what? I want to get back into it. Because times when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should play some Red Dead. Uh, I'm not in the mood. But I finally popped it in this week and I'm like, all right, cool. And I started off. I'm like, oh, fuck it, man. This is so beautiful. Oh, this is so nice. Okay, I'm, I'm having fun. And there's a part where you leave the camp and then the O'Driscolls come and sabotage you. They like, they, they, they kind of like pull up and they're like, hey, we're going to, you know, they stop you. Like, where are you going? And so I'm ready to like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I kind of antagonize them and they start shooting and I start hitting to go to red eye. Nothing worked. I tried to pull out my gun. Nothing worked. And they're just shooting, shooting, shooting. And I died. And it pissed me off because I was fighting the controls. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't I, why can't I pull out my fucking gun and shoot them or go into dead eye or what's it called? Red eye or whatever. What the fuck happened? What is going you have on? You to switch. I You're couldn't... probably
3: just using your fist, so you have to switch the weapon, and then it'll do it. Because like, that that happened to me a couple yeah. of times. So I tried to shoot it just, him. Nothing if, happened.
1: It fucking annoys me that, and then I even moments where I don't want to, and I'm walking in a town, and I pull the gun yeah. out and I shoot it. It's
3: because you have your gun equipped too, that and it's just like
1: fuck, up. dude. Like that's this is just one of the things that fucking annoyed me, and I just turned it off. I was like, you know <laughs> what? Fuck this. I'm gonna continue it, but right now, my feeling on Red Dead, it is a beautiful game. It, like, the things they do in it, it's, it, everything has gotten all the praise and the reviews, it's, it, it is warranted, it is cool. I don't give a fuck, though, that it's Rockstar, I don't give a fuck if it's Bethesda, I don't give a fuck if it's fucking Kojima Productions, I don't give a fuck who it is. If your controls, if you're doing something to make things more realistic... But it's at the cost of having fun in a game? I don't care how realistic you want to make it. I, I don't like how he feels like when you're moving Arthur, it feels like he's rolling like molasses. Yeah, it's really it's so fucking especially annoying. when you're in the camp. And then when you're picking shit up, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but when you're picking stuff like plants or, yeah. a- or, or carrots, I don't need that animation of him brushing the dirt off and then putting it in a satchel. Every single time. It's like, fuck, dude. Like... And uh, you know what? For a lot of people, it's like, I like that. And I get it. And there's things in games that I like that could be annoying to people. I completely understand. But right now, I'm I'm at a point with Red Dead 2 where I'm just going to, I just, now, I just want to see the story. So I'm going to blaze through it. I just want to get it done. Story. I don't care. Now, I don't give a fuck about hunting. I don't give a fuck about all this menial stuff. Now, I'm just kind of thinking, I just want to get through the story, get this fucking done, and shelve it because for whatever reason I just can't it is not it's more annoying but there are moments where I'm like this is fucking amazing I am having a good time but those moments where I can't pull my fucking gun out yeah it's fighting and then I did a mission where I had to do hunting and then they go hey hey use a bow and arrows so more stealthy cool I was like fuck yeah I love stealth stuff go behind the guy I choke him out when I go behind the second guy I'm going very slowly. The guy sees me, so then I start choking him out. Then all the O'Driscolls in the fucking camp are shooting at me, and I'm like, what yeah, the fuck? And I'm I mean. trying to bow and arrow, and I feel like I can't really fucking focus on how far they are, and it's just a bunch of shit that's fucking annoying me. It's just fucking annoying me. It's 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 less fun but annoying, but there are moments where I go, this is the parts in Red Dead or, or that I like, but I don't... It's It's like... It's... I don't care. It it feels like if you talk shit about Rockstar, people get mad. And it, and it. I don't. (laughs) I don't know. It's just I get mad at myself for not in. Okay, it's like one of those things. Like, what am I?
3: How am I not enjoying this? Everybody else is enjoying this, but I'm. (laughs)
1: It made me think of something you told me last year, Beto. Um, Super Mario Odyssey was coming out Mm. like in a week. Yeah. I was talking about it, and me and Joey were getting really excited. And I remember you kind of saying something like, "I think you're overhyping it for yourself. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna have as much fun." And I'm like, "I don't think I'm overhyping it." Um, and I and when Odyssey came out, I dug it and I loved it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead, I was excited for it, but I wasn't trying to overhype it. But it is that effect what you assumed it was going to happen with Mario Odyssey, but I didn't There's try to hype it up. There's still some
3: amount of hype, not as much as Mario, but you were still like had some sort of expectations for it, and you yeah, kinda, it didn't. You feel like it didn't deliver
1: for it. And and you have, and I, I get it, man. Like if you dig that stuff, like if you're playing Red Dead and go, oh, this doesn't bother me, this doesn't, that's cool. Like I I understand that it doesn't bother you, but for me, it's like how come it's okay in this game but it's not okay in another game it's kind of like something that joe mentioned where you and i think it was joe speaking about movies where hey if you're bitching about movies like star wars or marvel where they become they reference things they 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 um what you mentioned kind of like uh they heart they people hate it when uh oh it's just a retread of a New Hope, like with the Star Wars prequel like movies, and the new ones retelling. Story. But then you say you like it in this other movie, <laughs> yeah. then you're fucking being yeah. it's like, double standards kind of shit. So I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I think for
3: me it's more like uh, I it's the in between missions that I find really boring, having mm-hmm. to travel everywhere. And then I, for me, like I get distracted easily. Like, uh, like but, not easily, but like i am be like riding my horse and like, oh, what's that? Somebody needs help. Cool, I'm gonna help them out. And then it kind of takes time, and they're like, fuck, I need. To, I, I I traveled like almost to where I was supposed to go and now like this mission, little side mission, tracked me back way even further where I was. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta go back to the camp or whatever. And I'm just like, fuck, I don't wanna do this. I need to it's, do a fast travel in this fucking game.
1: And going back to what I said, like with the controls, people were like, Well Rockstars never had great controls in their games. And I kind of want to mm-hmm. say they're well, always wait, improving, though. Th- they're always improving, but that shouldn't be an excuse because how much money Rockstar makes off their games, like, how how are your controls? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying when people say, "Well, Rockstar always had bad controls," kind of like the same thing with Bethesda. Well, Bethesda games are always oh, glitchy, oh, yeah. so it's okay. It's like, well, they make so much money. Like, I mean, like they have the money to kind of have QA testers, and which they do. I don't know, man. Like. It becomes more annoying the more I think about it, the more, like, time, like... I don't know. It's just... It's... it's. Right now, with Red Dead 2, I just want to get through the story and, and, and finish this. I just want to finish it. I just want to find out what happens. I just don't... I, I just want to go get it over with. I, yeah. don't, I don't care for anything else, to be honest. And I hope that it changes for me. I hope they're, like... Five hours later, I'm like, okay, I get it. It clicks now. I get it. I'm enjoying yeah. this. Now I want to do everything. But right now, that's how I feel in this game. Put it in immersive mode, Jesse. What's up? Put it in immersive mode. See, even that, like, we complained about the map and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, whatever. I could deal with that. It's getting... Fu- it's annoying, but, like, whatever. It's just now that I tried other- the companion
3: app. It's still not that good. No. Because yeah. I, 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 you got to look at your phone, and you're like, oh, okay, and then... Yeah.
1: It's still kinda- I, I just can't... It's... I don't know. It just it's 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 a compl- it's conflicting for me right now. You yeah. know when it comes to that game. Um. But yeah. Um. Since we've been gone for a while, um, I finished I Dragon. I can breathe for the first time. What's up? Huh? He
3: said since you've been gone.
1: Oh, I can breathe for. The- since I've been gone for a while, uh, I've finished Dragon Quest Eleven. Um. Uh, recently, I already finished Undertale on Nintendo Switch, which was uh, really fucking cool. I enjoyed Undertale a lot. Uh, if you have a Switch, or if you have a PS4, or um, I think it's on Xbox Two as well, mm. I I recommend if you if you like RPGs, and you want to try something different. It's it's really good story. It's a, a really good storytelling. Toby Fox and his team did a really good job. Um, it. It surprised me how it ended. Um, don't want to give too much away, but there's like different endings for it. And after that, I kind of looked up what the endings were. And a lot of them were kind of crazy. Yeah. How yeah. many are there? Uh, tw- okay, I want to say 12. Really? You there might be 18. I was like four is enough. <laughs> but there's one, and I don't think this is a spoiler. If you do something, you could literally just erase your entire game and and when you start it back up, it's just the sound of air blowing. Like you could literally, like, you can do something in the game to completely just destroy like stuff. Anyway, um, it's cool. Uh, I am, I'm looking forward to replaying Undertale again to try it out a different way. But we'll just wait and see. Uh, finishing it, I listened to a lot to the soundtrack, the uh-huh. soundtrack of that game lately. It's really good shit, dude. That that game I can't like I can't praise it enough. Enjoyed it, uh, and I recently got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, I actually found it at Walmart today. Oh, you did? Yeah. So you got the Pikachu one? <laughs> Sweet. So um, I got the the bundle uh, that came with the Pokeball and the game, and I started playing it. And it's the Pokeball is so small. I was surprised how small it was, mm-hmm. but the Pokeball is like the controller and it has like a button on top and you you hit the stick down is the a button the button on top will be the x button and you shake it for the y button um i'll be 100% honest at first when you use the little pokeball it's so weird yeah. and it's just kind of like sometimes you're like okay i'll go left but your character goes down and you notice you that you accidentally shifted the ball so it's going another way and you're like oh, oh shit you kind of af- after a while i kind of like okay i i kind of like um it should, have, it should have a gyroscope in it it's right ocean. there is something like that. Is that yeah but you kind of still have to hold the ball uh, in, in a straight line or in st- as straight as you can um it's not perfect but i did have fun throwing it because um, you have a little ring that you can put on your whichever finger it fits mm-hmm. and then you have the wrist strap and you hold the pokeball and then you kind of point the pokeball when you're gonna be pretty much doing like the pokemon go because yeah. It's basically a remake of the original Pokemon, basically Pokemon Yellow. And instead of doing random battles and fighting Pokemon, you're just basically doing Pokemon Go where you throw the Pokeball. So you throw the Pokeball um, and, you know, you capture your Pokemon, just Mm -hmm. like uh, Pokemon Pokemon Go. But what's cool is you can capture Pokemon. Again, you have to have Pokeballs. But you capture a ton of Pokemon, and then the Pokemon will level up every time you capture Pokemon. So whatever you have on your team, when you're six members on your team, they all the six that you have on your team will be the ones that level up. So you can keep uh, pretty much uh, getting Pokemon, and they all level up. People are people are complaining because they're like, oh, it's not like original Pokemon, which they never meant for it to be. But I kind of like this. It's fun because they had the original, then they did a remake of the original for the Game Boy Advance. So you would catch the Pokemon. Basically, this is just like fast mode. You're catching Pokemon, your characters are leveling up and stuff. But when you battle characters, it goes back to original. Choose your attacks and attack your you know your opponent. So that stuff's really cool. Um, I got used to the Pokeball after a while. Um, a lot of people, it seems like right now, they're not really liking it, and I could completely see why. Because yeah. after a while, you have to hit to select things. You have to hit the stick down and it could get annoying after a while just having to click it yeah just having to click it all the time but I, I got used to it you know I, I just got used to it but I can understand like the annoyance because at first I'm just kind of like it's kind of hard to control after a little bit uh but yeah I fought Brock did the first gym gym and um, fought Brock it's cool to have like Pikachu on your shoulder I got a female Pikachu which you have a 50-50 chance of getting like a female or a male Pikachu Um. And Yeah, you can dress up your Pikachu. It's it's adorable. Um, so far. I'm having fun. It's cool It's it's a super easy version of Pokemon, but it's not really difficult, but You know playing it before it's just kind of fun playing in a different way and kind of breezing through it. So It's cool. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I wonder if I'll probably beat it, but I Wonder how long it'll keep my attention. Um, I did play it portably and when you play it portably, you just throw the ball by hitting A. So you're not really doing it. You're not. It doesn't utilize the touchscreen. You can't flick it. And people are also getting upset because you can't use the the Pro Controller with it. Oh, which right. is kind of weird because the Pro Controller has motion in it. Yeah. I don't know if they... Maybe... They, my guess is Nintendo didn't want to do it because they didn't want people to flick their Pro oh, Controller. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then Pokemon Go uh, Pikachu is cool. I'm enjoying it. I like the little Pokeball. You can put little Pokemon in there and take them with you. So, yeah, I'm real curious to see, like, what you think of it, you know, if you enjoy it. yeah. I also got Tetris Effect. Oh, yeah. Came out for the PlayStation 4. And I talked about this on the show. The creator of Rez and Luminous, uh, I know Rez is a big, Joe Beto's a big fan of it. Uh, Luminous, I loved. When I heard he was gonna do Tetris, it was like peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and chocolate. It's a great combination. Peanut butter and banana. Yeah, peanut butter and banana, uh, bacon and and ham. Cookies uh, and cream. Uh, I mean it, cause you know that I'm a fiend. Ooh, um, I did not know how much. Like, I knew it was gonna be awesome. But when I played it, I was like, holy shit. And I first started playing it in VR over time though. I was telling you though about this, but over time my head started hurting, but I think it's cause I was tired. Kind of like how Joe is right now and sleeping, um, to where I think it started hurting my eyes. Cause I think I was really trying to focus. So I kind of stopped playing in VR, but no joke. And I, and, and, and a lot of people are writing this and I hate that I, that this happened but it's true I had an experience <laughs> like I got like soup that first level you play to me was felt emotional yeah. you know like like just being surrounded by it having the music super loud yeah, and just yeah. going through it and, and and like how the game is <laughs> <Every day's laughs> <every day. laughs> sucking
3: on my titties I keep on me it's weird that that song was on. Right? <laughs>
1: But, um, no, I loved it. And, and, and even playing regular, like, going through it, it's really, it was really cool. It, it's just, it, 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 it's merged, it's what I thought it was going to be. It merged Luminous with Tetris, keeping the Tetris original gameplay, but the music and, and visual, uh, fidelity of Luminous. And, like, mixing it together, making just pure Nirvana. Like, just fucking amazing shit. Get. Um there's also other modes where you can kind of do like special run modes. I forget what they're called, the but marathon? sometimes I like marathon modes, but it's it's something a little bit different where okay, today we're gonna have like a... Oh, I think I don't want I don't know if they're called raids or something, but it's like okay, now here's Tetris and there's black blocks in there. You gotta take the black out of it. Like so there'll be different black marks in areas, and yeah. you just gotta take those out okay. to kind of like I forget what it's called but it's kind of do certain Get things blackout. kind of yeah it, it, it's cool and it's kind of like it's a little segregation. it's like mini events for the weekend uh-huh. you know it's like it's, it's events and then you can unlock avatars and stuff and I don't know if it's unlocking avatars to use in in your actual profile or in game haven't really delved mm-hmm. deep into it but it kind of changed some mixed mixed stuff up and I didn't even know this Um, it was available that week. It went, it it went up and it got taken down, but they're like, don't worry. All you got to do is reach level 50 and you can unlock it. They made original Tetris level, made it look like the original game boy, but visually all like nice with the music. So, um, yeah, that's Tetris effect was really cool. The music is awesome. Um, you played it. What did you think? Uh, you were playing. It.
3: Yeah, I, re- I really liked it. Like I don't I played it for a good while. I played like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. I just kept playing it. It's so much fun. Just like I like how the just like everything with the guy that what's the guy's name that did luminous and res? Titz Titz Tatsuya No,
1: you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um
3: I just making noises. I was trying to but the guy that, that created Rez and Luminous, the I love how just every movement has a sound and it goes to the rhythm of the beat. Yeah. this is the rhythm of the night. <laughs> but it was like yeah, it's just like every you you flip the the blocks around the the, the shapes around. And it all goes to the beat and like in
1: tetsuya Ma- mizaguchi Mizuguchi.
3: yeah so it was just really you, you get sucked into it just because mm-hmm. the music is so it's so good mm-hmm. and there's one part where it's just like clicking sounds but they're on beat and it sounds so You yeah. just wooden blocks i notice like,
1: sometimes i go with the beat yeah you kind of it kind of
3: yeah. makes it, it, it it's fun to like go with the beat when yeah. you're just kind of switching up the the yeah, the blocks. But yeah, man, it's just like, it's it's Tetris but different. I mean, yeah. just rhythm rhythmically, I guess. Yeah. There's no like in regular Tetris you just play Tetris, you flip around the blocks, make them fit into the whatever the Tetris, mm-hmm. make it a whole solid rows and stuff. But this just just adding this guy's little touch to it made yeah. it fucking really good. Yeah. Like, I, I want to buy it now. I was like, what is it, like 40 bucks? Yeah. I want to get that because I really, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah.
1: It's only one player, though? Yes. Which I didn't know you, when you mentioned that, and I was like, no, I mean, Tish has always yeah, been two players. Like, yeah, And then is, I saw that it was one, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it kind of I'm makes like, sense it's, that it's yeah. not two players. But I was shocked. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, it's usually two players, but... um yeah it's there's also like I forgot to mention like you can fill up a meter and when you fill up your meter to its max then you can hit both the L2 and R2 triggers and it just pauses everything and you can start stacking lines and the more you you kind of combo those lines uh, once your meter is done you resume playing the Tetris level but it drops all the the lines you stacked on the bottom and clears it so if you're like starting to like fill up the tetris um area and you're almost losing you can just kind of like save yourself that way so it's like a little combo thing which i thought was really cool yeah it was a nice little twist to to the gameplay and stuff yeah but no tetris effect fucking rocked it it was fucking it (laughs) it's actually i got overhyped thinking it was gonna be this thing and it was and it was better than i thought <laughs> you know which is something i can't say about red dead but again <laughs> it's it's another story I mean, it was so, so much simpler yeah yeah but, um, you could, but people have fucked up Tetris, dude. I've never played a bad Tetris. Dude, uh, <laughs> I can't have a bad taco, either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, when EA had the license for Tetris for a while, they That's fucked true. it up they, so bad, Yeah, the, bad, the mobile dude. shit that they did. Yeah. Yeah, and then true. there was the, the... Yeah, no, I've played some crappy-ass Tetris. Yeah, like, yeah. you can make it not good, yeah. you know?
3: Um... Did you ever play E3? That's one of the only ones that I never played of his.
1: Um, I remember I did and I didn't understand it and I <laughs> didn't give it a second shot. Yeah. Uh, but I should have because yeah. I heard it was actually pretty yeah, cool.
3: Yeah, because Res-, Res and Luminous are fucking great.
1: Yeah. Um, it was kind of cool. Like, on Twitter, Brad Bird, the uh-huh. guy who... Um, I think he directed a Mission Impossible movie and he pretty much did the Incredibles and works for Pixar uh-huh. and did the Tomorrowland movie yeah. he was like this is cool <laughs> <laughs> He was like that's cool <laughs> and so I was like oh shit you know he noticed something like that and I think they retweeted it like Mark McDonald because Mark McDonald worked on this too oh really to like, yeah and know. he just retweeted it and I was just like that's cool <laughs> yeah because I follow like, I follow Mark McDonald he's a cool guy yeah but yeah um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit so uh you know there's a there's a lot of news that happened um these past couple of weeks i'm just gonna get to the big ones we're not gonna do anything super crazy uh it's not gonna be a ton of news but it is something that um i think is important to talk about but uh it looks like sony PlayStation will be skipping E3 2019 for the first time in 24 years Sony and the PlayStation will not Sony and PlayStation will not appear at E3 in 2019 as reported by Game Informer Sony and PlayStation will instead be exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 As the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. Sony said in a statement to Game Informer, PlayStation fans mean the world to us and we always want to innovate. Think differently and experiment with new ways to delight gamers. As a result, we have decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 and can't wait to share our plans with you. Sony was then asked if they would be having an off-site event similar to how EA and Xbox have been handling E3 in the past couple of years. PlayStation Senior Vice President of Communications, Jennifer Clark answered, We will not activate or hold a press conference around E3. In regards to Sony's decision to not host its PlayStation experience this year and if it would return next year, Clark responded by saying, Sony is looking at events as a whole and how we can speak more to our fans and continue to wow them. The timing of PSX and E3 didn't allow for that, but lots of exciting things to come, and we hope to share shortly. Some of our biggest games will have m- will have key milestones next year, so we will work hard to blow those up. So yeah, Sony not going to E3 uh, at all this year. What do you think, Pavittel? Um, <clears throat> you guys heard about this, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if I caught this. Are they going to have any sort of anything like announced for that? or just So a, far, nothing. nothing. They
1: understand they're not. Maybe just
3: getting prepared for the next whatever the fuck, have their own thing. And then well,
1: this year they're not doing their PlayStation experience. Yeah.
3: Maybe next year they will, but to, to pump up the new console maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's like, what
1: a lot of people are saying. Yeah. Is that they think that, that this means that Sony is going to be releasing a new console in 2020. That it seems like this might be it. This might be like... They don't want to announce it too early. They want to announce it at the right time. But not having Sony at, at E3, um, how big do you think that is? I think it's pretty big because Nintendo is not even really there.
3: Yeah. Well, they're there Sony? on the show floor. Yeah, but they're not really like... Yeah, They yeah. really have their own direct. They're not really having their own conference uh-huh. or whatever. Ping. At the actual... Convention or whatever, at so an expo.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Um, so I just leave it to Microsoft to see what the fuck they. <laughs> that's their fucking. It's well, their so t- now
1: they can make it their show.
3: Yeah, it's their their time yeah. to, to fucking not fuck up.
1: Mm-hmm. Take
3: advantage of that shit,
1: Joe. <laughs> you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. No. Yeah, yeah I
0: got nothing. I'm listening. What I yeah,
1: can. Works. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting to see um what uh kinda of stuff they're gonna do. I don't know. Probably that's all it's gonna be is uh they really don't have anything at all. Yeah.
3: Maybe so, it's maybe it's the beginning of them their fucking their uh I
1: don't know, it, fall. I'm curious if it's also something where they're not happy with how E3 is going. Maybe, maybe kind of taking a stand, and because uh, other people are kind of like even EA, they do stuff out of it. You know, like I don't know, maybe maybe they just want more control. They see how big their experience gets. So, yeah. I th- I mean, a lot of people just watch it like that. I feel like
3: watch it like that from home. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if they like just did their own little like kind of Nintendo Direct things on their own uh-huh. during that week yeah instead of just having a fucking go to a convention I mean you can still do that but the big companies can just do their stuff from yeah, from outside of that yeah I think that'd be pretty cool there's um I mean, I mean even like we watched Easy Allies their reactions mm-hmm. to it like yeah. I enjoy watching E3 <laughs> I enjoy watching them
1: watch E3 because yeah, like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, I like watching their reactions <laughs> to stuff yeah so also this week they released or out of nowhere I didn't even know this was gonna happen uh the trailer the first trailer for Detective Pikachu <laughs> was shown starring Ryan Reynolds and uh I don't know his name but he was in the new Jurassic World movie and then oh, he okay. was one of the guys in a Netflix show where he was the main guy who they started rap in New York I don't know
3: oh the I forget what it's called but i going to talk about yeah, yeah yeah
1: the break beatdown or whatever I don't mm-hmm. know anyway beto i want to know what was your reaction to the detective pikachu trailer uh
3: it looks fun I, I i mean i don't know if i'm gonna go watch it the day it comes out and may, maybe i really don't uh-huh. know but it, it looks it looks i don't know it looks interesting
1: do you think this will actually be the best video game movie probably i feel like it might be yeah yeah i saw a lot of people go like oh it looks weird you know, yeah. and and that was my reaction when I first saw Pikachu. I was like, "Oh, this is weird. He's got fur. This is weird." You know, but the more I watched it, I mean, it, if you think
3: about it, like what 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 do you think he'd be fucking like. No, I know, I know. Like I, ge- I guess people <laughs> if,
1: if people wanted, they would just want what they've seen originally, just transferred to that. Yeah. But this is where I argue. I would argue with people because I watched it over and over because I, I liked. It was a good first yeah, trailer. Was, And, yeah, it's unsettling to see, like... At first, you're just like, oh, hair on Pikachu. And then you see Mr. Mime. And then you see Scales on uh, Charizard. Yeah. But what I liked about this... And this is what I've said with a lot of other things. And I'll explain. Um... It's Pikachu, though. It's the same look. It's the same shape. It's the same everything. It's just fur. Fuzzy. Yeah. Fuzzy. Charizard, same thing. Same look, same shape, same everything. Just scaly. Don't make like a dragon. Yeah. There you go. And all these characters, even when I saw Grey Ninja, I was like, oh shit, it looks like Grey Ninja. Like all the characters looked like them. Even like. They were, yeah, they were like a live
3: representation of those characters.
1: Jigglypuff had hair because she has a little swoopy hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of weird at first. And even uh, our, my cousin, you know, Janice, she was like, I do not like how Jigglypuff looked. And I'm like, yeah, it looked kind of weird. But then I really thought about it and be like, yeah, it, but it still looks like Jigglypuff. You can tell because like of the if shape. They were
3: real in, if they were real life, that's how they would look. But you know
1: what's funny? If you watch that trailer again, there's a scene where people are out of their car in the streets and there's a Pokemon parade going on. And then one of the balloons in the back is basically the animated Jigglypuff. Oh really? Yeah, they had it. It's you're seeing the look of them, but they're more with like texture, right? Yeah. And this is why I like it because you have stuff like they did the Power Rangers movie, right? And I always thought like, why did they make them look so different from the show? Why not just look like the show, but uh, you know, a little bit more detail, just. You know, you, I think you'd get more seats in the, you know, oh, it looks just like how I remember it as a kid. It's just updated. Or even with the turtles. You know, when you saw the, the original 1989 turtles movie, and it was like made by um, Jim Henson puppets, yeah. like the, the puppeteers. Like it was awesome. That looked like the like, turtles. Yeah. You know, now you see the Michael Bay turtles and they look all mm. like nasty and, and, and yeah, they're they mutants. Look more but kind of, they
3: look more kind of like their faces look more kind of like yeah, actual turtles.
1: It, it, it looked, it's not, not even that. It looked like super weird. Well, I don't know.
3: Like, the, like how the noses and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a but turtle. like, yeah,
1: it just, that didn't look right. I think how this Detective Pikachu is going the right direction. And then I found out that uh, one of the the artists working on it was uh, uh, he, how he would do concept art. The guy who's doing the the artwork for this, like being the concept artist or something, he had work that he did before realistic Pokemon, and he made them like look way different. Yeah. So like the Charizard looked like a like a like something different, and 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 um, like a Gyarados looked like didn't even look like the animated Gyarados. And he could have probably just pitched that. Yeah. I don't know how things worked out, but they're like, hey, we want to make that realism, but make them look like the cartoon, and that's what they did. So that's what I appreciate about it. And you know what? You know what? I have to say one thing that annoys me. Mm. People saying this, and I know what they mean. Pikachu sounds like Deadpool. Yeah. And I want to be like, nah, dude. Pikachu sounds like Van Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu sounds like that dude from through Two Guys in a Pizza Place. Yes. Um. It looks cool. I think it. I'm. I want to watch it. To be honest, I think I. I could be wrong. I think this movie is gonna do a fucking shit ton, shit ton of money. I think so too. I think it's gonna do so much money. I think it's gonna be a huge hit. Um. I want to say it's already affected people's opinions already. And what I mean by that is, you know, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee came out, so you're able to get two different versions: the Pikachu version or the Eevee version. And for months, people were like, "Fucking Eevee, dude! Yeah, Eevee, 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 Eevee!" Right? What sells out the most? Pikachu. Pikachu. I wonder timing. how. I wonder how much that Detective Pikachu got oh, people like. Yeah. You know, oh, I want the, I want, you know what, I want the Pikachu
3: one. Yeah. You know, especially somebody that's like, oh, fuck, I got a switch, I got nothing to play more with. This. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's, yeah, you're yeah, right. I see
3: any of those EV ones at, I, at, at, at uh. Target. Yeah. Uh, well, I went to Walmart, but for some reason, I just saw the, the Pikachu one, and that was it.
1: Oh really? Yeah. You just I have nothing but like fucking Eevees. Huh? Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure these they, they, Pikachu ones. Sold more, but if Evie was in that trailer, then it would have been different. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: I um, it's cool. I uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more trailers on it, and I am looking forward to to seeing the movie. Uh, I'm excited. It looks cool. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect how they did it because there has there is a Detective Pikachu game, but they're able to kind of like, they're not just doing. Oh, let's make uh, let's choose a child actor to be Ash Ketchum and let's do that like we I'm wrong that would've been cool you know but I think doing it this way is like okay you're not gonna get Ash's Pikachu but this world is shit ton of different Pikachus shit ton of different Charizards yeah. Charmeleons you know uh, Gyaradoses all that stuff so it's not like oh people aren't like well that's not Pikachu you just go oh that's a Pikachu you know that's this Pikachu yeah that's not and Pikachu. that's how this works I think that's is why I think it's gonna work compared to other video game movies because yeah. if you know if it's Tomb Raider there's Laura Croft we know who Laura Croft is we know her adventures. You know, and so you, when you see that those characters do something different or something that's not similar to the character that you've grown up with or have played as, you're like, that's not Laura Croft. But with this, with Detective Pikachu, you're not going to go, well, Pikachu wouldn't do that because it's not Ash's Pikachu. This is Detective Pikachu, you know. That's how I see it. I don't know. For, for all I know, people will still get mad. But, um... I think it looks cool. I mean... Yeah. I'm looking forward to Let's it. Let's see when it's coming up. I forgot. Next year... I want to say in the next couple of months. Oh, really? I think, yeah. oh, think it's summer? Summer of 2019? Oh,
3: that's not a couple months. Or
1: maybe months. like... Spring, m- maybe? March or... Phew, now I'm
3: curious. Probably the beginning of the like blockbuster movie stuff. It just seems like yesterday... Um, it was announced. It was announced. Why isn't Danny DeVito in this? Yeah. Why isn't he Pikachu? That would have been actually pretty
1: cool. That would have been dope, but. No, it, it would have been cool, but I did, I'm not saying we know who Danny DeVito is. I think a lot of people know who, who Danny DeVito is, but if you put Ryan Reynolds, it's gonna sell more tickets. My guess is, yeah. you know, yeah, May tenth, two thousand nineteen. So summertime, summer blockbuster time, late like spring. So yeah. Nintendo has no plans to release an N64 Classic right now. Given the NES Classic Edition and SNES Classic Edition's popularity, many have assumed Nintendo would follow them up with an N64 Classic Edition, but that appears unlikely for now. Speaking with Kotaku, Nintendo President and CEO Reggie Fizume poured cold water on the idea of retro Nintendo 64 console. We were clear when we did the first two classic series that, for us, These were limited time opportunities that were a way for us as a business to bridge from the conclusion of the Wii U as a hardware system to the launch of the Nintendo Switch. Fizume said that was a very strategic reason we launched the NES Classic system. Nintendo released the system in November 2016. The Wii U was essentially dead in the water at that point, while Nintendo was still about five months away from launching its, its, its successor, the Switch. Even though the switch performed well out the gate, Nintendo then responded to the overwhelming demand for the NES Classic by launching the SNES Classic Edition in September 2017 and reintroducing the NES Classic in June. That got many fans' hopes up for a console holder to release the N64 Classic Edition this holiday season. So while consumers have been anticipating something, we view these as limited-time opportunities, continued Fizeme. We've also known, we've also now been very clear that as the consumer looks forward to engaging with our classic content that it's going to happen more and more with the, with the subscription service. Kotaku asked if these Kotaku, Kotaku asked if this meant Fizume was definitely ruling out a retro N64. He declined to do so, but this response effectively eliminates the possibility of Nintendo releasing such a console anytime soon. I would not even rule out, rule something out, he said, but what I can tell you is certainly That's not in our planning horizon. Do you think... Do you think, um... Depending on how successful the PlayStation Classic is... Like, if the PlayStation Classic doesn't do good... Which it won't. Which it won't. That would affect their decision, or you don't think they care?
3: I don't, I don't know, that's something I don't think they care. I feel like they know that the PS, the PlayStation Classic isn't going to do <coughs> well. I feel like, I don't know if this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like they think that the PlayStation Classic is like those shitty Genesis uh, consoles that you find at like CVS and shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. what I feel
1: like they are. Okay, let me put it another way. Um, Nintendo looks at PlayStation Classic performing badly due to them not having the right selected games so when they look into making an n64 classic and let's just say even though mainly nintendo consoles have more you know licensed nintendo games you know than third parties right do you think if they can't get a list of n64 games up to where they think is quality that would change their mind you get what i'm saying because i'm pretty sure what's gonna affect i feel of like talking about it
3: the, they're they're probably gonna have the same trouble of trying to find the right amount of games for the n64 classic uh, I guess uh, as the PS, the PlayStation Classic, the PlayStation Classic wasn't didn't have. I mean, oh, we talked about this.
1: I'm pretty. We can choose like five good games, and there probably be a bit more but for N64. the N64 Classic. Yeah,
3: but it, I, I still feel like that that would be they would run into similar troubles, or similar problems uh-huh. as the the PlayStation Classic, just because I feel like that. Even though the, the the nintendo 64 was a a, a, fun, a good console yeah i don't think their f- their first party games or their are they don't have enough really they have a lot but they don't i feel like they won't all
1: how do i say this like yeah,
3: you know, like they won't have enough games in their catalog to make up 10 games 15 games
1: and it looks like they kind of want to mix it up with third-party, too. Because yeah. don't get me wrong. I think people would be yeah. excited if it was all first-party stuff. Yeah. But you have people going, well, what about this game? Yeah, what, what, yeah, about what, that? About, yeah. what about Rainbow Six for the 64?
3: <laughs> yeah, like, what third-party game other than GoldenEye? That's not going to be on there. Are It's going to be on I that? mean,
1: like, I could think of some of them. But to get the license for them yeah. would just be like, oh, okay, you know how we talked about past couple episodes we were talking about like how come jet moto wasn't in it how come Gran turismo wasn't in the yeah. playstation classic and it was it wasn't on the podcast when jimmy was on the one last week because oh, we were talking yeah, even yeah. after that jimmy jimmy just brought up like oh yeah you know i i, I was playing he ended up playing i forgot what it was and he's like i was listening to this music and i'm like oh i did ask him like what songs were on it and that's what clicked to me i was like oh Licensed license music? music in Gran Turismo, and Jet Moto, oh, and Wait, Wipeout, Jetmodo, really? And Wipeout too. I think Jet Moto had licensed. I, I could be wrong. I know. That. I think I want to say Wipeout, Jet Moto, and Gran Turismo had licensed yeah, music. Turismo, so yeah. I think that's what ruled it out. That's to true. be honest, it's not that they couldn't. It was just like we can't license this again, like the music. That's why you can't download. I don't think you can download them on the PlayStation. No, I think Wipeout you can, but I think some of them you can't, like with the licensed music. <laughs> Either. Yeah, I didn't even know that.
3: About a white Jet Or. Jetmoto. Jetmoto.
1: But yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, th- there's no point, too, for Nintendo to come out with a 64 classic. Right now. There, oh, yeah. I- There isn't. Even though, like,
3: I, I'd say I, I, I was talking about a long time ago that. They would come out with one uh-huh. because of the pens that they that they um what do you call it released registered.
1: Uh-huh. I
0: like,
3: think thinking it's... about it now, like I feel like they they don't have a solid lineup for.
1: Uh-huh. for that. I mean, if there's enough demand, I think Nintendo yeah. will probably do it. I don't know. It, it's just more of like a not wait and see, but let's see what happens. You know. about but you know what i'm not i'm not gonna go into more of of anything kind of want to already wrap it nathan up nathan drake and PUBG. is it oh yeah there's like skin and shit huh yeah suicide it, squad see? characters <laughs> yeah that's not Bobby that important. Quinn and, and joker but there was something i wanted to bring up what's a, PUBG? It's a,
0: it's whoa, a pub Whoa oh joe spoke today
1: it's a pub <laughs> joe speaking <laughs> a pub it's G? been 40 I some minutes grab. what is a PUBG? it's your it's your it's the pub in your butt well, since Joe's awake and since I have him for probably about another minute, um, I, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, yeah, at the age of 95, Stanley has passed away. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to, you know, um, Stanley, as we know, uh, created um, a lot of things. I know, I was kind of, it's weird. I, the reason why I'm bringing this up. I've been kind of struggling with how to react to, to, to Stanley's passing because, um, how everyone is, how people are, uh, they're like, oh, Stan died. I'm sad. You know, uh, uh, oh man, he created my, you know, he, you know, helped my childhood. He created my childhood and all this stuff, you know, the, the usual stuff that happens when someone like a creator passes away. Um, and I've been struggling with a few things. Uh, I think one of the things I kind of want to mention is, uh, he lived to be 95 time. and I think, uh, that's pretty fucking cool. Like 20 years more than yeah. the actual life aspects. Um, so I don't, to me, I don't see it as I'm sad. Yeah. I never, I didn't think that either. Like he's 95. He,
3: yeah. he had to been in so much pain. I think if I'm 95 and then I'm pretty sure in a shit ton of pain, I think I'd rather die.
1: I, I was thinking about this, like actually today. Uh, when I was younger When I was like in high school Elementary and high school I worked at a healthcare facility mm-hmm. It's a little side job And I work I, You know there's a lot of In a healthcare facility There's a lot of older people And a lot of older people Where their families Just kind of leave them there And they're just Pretty much they're just w- Sitting around waiting to die Yeah Where you know you Someone like Stan Is, is most Is really active And is, is going to conventions Going to things And I think that type of stuff helps, you know, it helps keeping people who are getting older more active, like lasting longer. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I th- and, you know, him passing away at the age of 95 like and everything he did, it's it's not sad. It's like he l- he led a great I think a great life. So it doesn't make me sad. It just makes me go like he d- I feel like he did what he wanted, you know? For a lot of people he brought a lot of things and stuff, you know, to to the medium of comic books. I also like kind of struggled with a lot of, a lot, lot of other stuff. Like I was in, a, um, I was in, a, um, the comics community. I was, a, it was, I was a part of the, the, the thing. And, um, <clears throat> you can debate. It, it was something that, um, the creator of, of Hellboy, Mike Mignola, mm-hmm. cause I was struggling with this a, a, a lot. But he mentioned, we can debate on who created the Marvel Universe. We can debate it was Jack Kirby. We can debate if it's Stan Lee, who had the most. It wasn't Stan. It was Stan. It was Kirby. It wasn't Kirby. He's all, what what it comes down to, like, is that they were creators. And they, you know, created stuff. Let's not focus on that. And reading that kind of helped me kind of wrap my head around a lot of stuff um, so when I got to meet Stan I really didn't meet him but it was closer toward the end like I about it um two years ago and this is like um hearing stuff from people but then I got to see it firsthand the people who were kind of handling his business, or handling him, were mistreating him, oh, really? and I saw it. Really? And I don't think anyone else really saw it. Oh. Like, if you're there to get something signed by Stanley at a comic convention, like Kamikaze, you're, you know, they don't allow you to talk to him. They would just here, sign this. They treated Stan. Like just sign cap? this. Yeah, just sign this. Just sign this. Just sign that. And it was weird. I saw. It. Remember, I had that conversation with you where I like I, I like I met people mm-hmm. that year. Like uh, to me, one of my favorite writers. I have many, but Grant Morrison. You fucking lucky best. Yeah, I got to I had conversations with with Grant Morrison. I got to sit and talk to him. Yeah. But when I was at my booth, and it was across from where he was at the heavy metal booth, I looked at how people treated him, and I I remember I told you like I, I felt like he was a caged animal. And yeah. people were kind of, okay, I mean, and he noticed it. Like I, I see you're taking a picture of me, and then that made me kind of think in my head. Like, he's just a person, and I get it. You get excited with that stuff, but like, he's having a conversation with someone else, and someone just comes up and snap. Yeah. And and to me, that just kind of like I saw it from the outside and thinking, this is so fucking weird. Like, so can get what
3: the panic attacks from Yeah, shit.
1: it was it was so fucking yeah. weird. And then when I saw Stan, I saw what I heard from so many people in the industry that would talk to me about it is how they treat him. And I'm not talking about the fans. I'm talking about the people who ran his business yeah. or running what he was doing. Here, sign this. Here, sign this. Don't talk to him. You can't talk to him. You can't take a picture with him. You can't do any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. That's one of the things that kind of annoys me, like knowing that stuff. But um, I will say this, though, about... Stanley. Um. Here's another thing. Like, who created Spider-Man? Was it Stanley or Steve Ditko? Steve Ditko did the artwork, but if it wasn't for Stan, we would have had a different Peter Parker. We had we would have had a more, more like Peter Parker who was like, I don't like these kids who are making all this racket and, and 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 rioting and stuff. Where Stan wanted to have Peter more as like a, yeah, you know more kid with problems type of things. And then yeah. Steve Ditko want to kind of wanted him like a curmudgeon or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, and it was that debate they both had. Uh, but Steve dicko coming up with that fucking classic design, you know, yeah. you give credit to that man. And then, and then it, it, it's this, this creative artist thing that bothers me is, is I don't mind that people praise, Stan, but it sucks that we also, Steve Ditko didn't die that long ago, and no one, you know, one of the most important parts of the creation of Spider-Man, he was just, it didn't get as much. Yeah. No one cared about that, you know? And I'm not saying anything about Stan, but I'm just saying I just find it sometimes kind of, as, as a creative, creator-type it's it's difficult for me sometimes like when. Stanley when I was see pretty me. much the face of, of. He was the face. He was the uh, businessman. I've had conversations with people on this, this after Stan passed away. He was the businessman, but he, but I will say this: Stan was not a fucking asshole like Bob Kane. Bob Kane did not create Batman. It was Bill Finger. <laughs> Fuck Bob Kane. Fuck that asshole. But Stan was never like Bob Kane. Um. But yeah uh he led a good life 95 that's a long time yeah man I you know um and if it wasn't for his wife too to tell him that like because he was gonna leave comic books and she's like well if they're gonna fire you or you want to quit or they're gonna fire you just just do what you want yeah. and that's how the fantastic four happened it's pretty fucking cool you yeah. know But yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about Stanley?
3: I mean, I wasn't really as, uh, like, I didn't know much about him like as much as you do, but I mean, it sucks when somebody is, like, as influential as him dies. Cause, yeah. I mean, I mean, it just sucks. Like. Yeah. But then, I mean, when you're 95, like I was saying, like, 95 is, like, it's such a fucking long time. Like, he he lived longer than most people do.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like some, I read some stuff from people where they were saying, like, you know, it's, 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 we saw this coming. It was gonna happen. Oh yeah. You know, but Stan was so. It seemed like Stan was so full of energy yeah. that like he would live forever. <laughs> he you kinda know? Did, sure. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, he kind of did. But uh, um. Yeah, it's it's. I think like what Mike Mignola said, really helped my my focus on what my thoughts were because I was very conflicted Mm -hmm. not in a sad way but uh, I knew it was coming I mean I think we had conversations about this for years where you and me about me talking about like everyone's gonna praise Stan which he deserves but I was like but no one's gonna praise this person when he passes away Uh. you know and it's a a given he's the more popular one you know Stan was more out there but again Steve Ditko was very private He he didn't want the light he didn't want the limelight All right, well, we'll bringing that stuff up with Stan Lee, what was your favorite cameo from one of the movies he came up
0: with? Oh. I I was trying to talk to you. (laughs) Do you have anything to
1: say about Stan Lee, Joe? While you're awake? While I got you for another minute?
0: Yeah, me like for a minute. Uh, Okay, so it's a bummer that he died. Uh, I. I like comics, but I can't honestly say that he ever really like I know he indirectly influenced a lot of comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was never alive or I mean I wasn't really like I'm never alive, but I mean I was never like aware of <laughs> I was of never him. alive. I was never yeah. aware of his
1: It was mostly the yeah. movies where people will go, Hey Joe, that's yeah, the guy that's, who created all it. this. And you're that's like, Oh okay. That I know. And that's the guy that I
0: know. And um
1: There's there's people out there who are just like I, I know heard- he
0: created it. The stories that you're talking about of him being mistreated by his management or the people that handled him yeah I've heard those stories and actually I've heard those stories for it's been it's not even a secret really right I mean it's it's known like people it's go to those things yeah and see that well uh,
1: being being a part I mean in the industry or whatever how you ever want to name it you me seeing it in the biz it, it, me seeing it was Show fucking it shocking like to me I was just like holy shit holy shit it's horrible
0: um, but so like it's 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 always sad when someone like that passes away. Um, it, like I said, it didn't really. He, I wasn't aware of his contribution, like outside of his name, up until like you said the movies. I really wasn't aware of his contribution. Yeah. You know, like like how big of a deal he was. In hindsight, yeah, I have I have understand it. I do think it's funny that. And I'm not gonna go into it, but I mean, it's funny how every person has come out of the woodworks to just like rest in peace to and everyone, you know, the same people that do that, do that for every quasi celebrity that comes out. But you know, what? whatever. I'm not going to I'm not going to. I guess put a negative tint on everything because I mean, that's, you know, that's just the society we live in now. Like everyone just says, you know, oh, rest in peace. And like everyone has to has to fake care Mm -hmm. about things. Um, uh, there's one thing that Mega64 does on
1: Twitter that I love. They retweet when people put, like, rest in peace, Steve Lee. Yeah, they always misspell it. That. Yeah. That That's up.
3: a Neil Hamburger used to do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. When Steve Jobs died. Rest in peace, Steve Jubes." Shit like <laughs> that. Guy? But, um.
0: So like yeah like it, it's it's a bummer it is it, it is a true bummer but I mean I, I can't sit here and be like I, I'm that affected mm-hmm. by that you know mm-hmm. um, it's always sad when someone dies and, and yeah. his yeah. influence you know I, I don't think he'll he'll ever he'll never truly be dead yeah exactly. he won't he's gonna live on through all yeah. of the, oh, like, yeah. you know, through through every you yeah. know, through all of his creations and everything yeah. like that um, but. Yeah, it's hard for me to really speak more, much more on that, um, without coming off as negative, and I really don't want to come off as negative.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So
0: yeah, and that was your your two minutes. Okay, you can go back to sleep okay, now. Thank you. <laughs> back to sleep. <laughs> I will try to listen. I have been sort of listening. Uh-huh. I did hear about you saying you're working. Uh, just so you know, I heard you say talk about. You uh, worked in a like a healthcare facility, uh-huh. dealing with the, the people that were you know like never got visited, like elderly. it's fucked up. Or, or, or my grandfather or, was in a facility uh. like that, and a lot of that, yeah, it's very true, and it's a bummer.
1: I always hated getting really really close with some of the the people there that they were really cool. And then I would be gone for the week, and then come back and be like, "Oh, blocks, where's yeah. where's Bill?" There's it's like, stuff. "Oh, Bill's not here." I'm like, "Oh, what facility did they take him to?" And it's just <laughs> like, "No, oh, he's gone." I'm like, "Oh," and then there I am cleaning the room, and I'm just like, "He's not here anymore."
3: Yeah, dude,
1: that yeah. sucks. <laughs> that sucked. But yeah, so that's gonna be it for this week in third party controller podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And uh, Joe is currently sleeping, so we will say his name in unison, Beto. Joe.
2: Joe...
1: Joe Sleepy Boy Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Joe is sleepy. Joe is sleepy. Let's suck on his titties. Oh, sucking on his titties <laughs> like he's calling me, <laughs> wanting me all the time. I blame uh, I blame Joe for everything that is wrong in my life. Do you think if we molested him, he wouldn't stop us because he's so tired? Probably not. Touch his dick, Beto. Bring your dick over. Touch his dick. I'm touching it. Okay. <laughs> Why does it sound like that?
3: Oh, don't know. That's fucking weird. There's a lot of cheese in here. <laughs> it's gross.
1: <gasps> I had sex with Joe the other day. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> uh.